I can't guarantee you that I'm not going to have to edit this all together and make it sound listenable or get interrupted by some things, which I should probably be paying attention to anyway. But I uh, can't remember. Well, I guess over the summertime when we were doing some furloughs, there were uh, three separate weeks where you got no podcast for an entire week. So this would be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday, three straight days with me working um, to not get you a podcast, not cool. Do you uh, do you want to know the real reason why uh, the morning reboot is no more and I'm doing afternoons? First, uh, let, there, there's a, a bunch of things I want to get to, um, and I wanted to do a podcast for one musical reason. You know me, I, I think it is a strength to know your weaknesses. Um, at least this way, you can try to account for them or hire people who are good at what you're not good. I'm not a very good detail person. They're like, big ideas. So I need people who fill in details around me. Uh, I think one of my greatest weaknesses, along with inattention to detail at times, is impatience. I think knowing it, I can at least account for it. Um, I was too impatient to play something um, whenever we would get to the next podcast. And the answer... Uh, everybody's like, why did you move? I can give you a reason, I guess at the end of this podcast. Uh, the other question is, what about Floyd? So, um, it seems like a lot of people haven't known that Floyd's, uh, not, uh, Floyd's only been on the podcast for like the last six months. Uh, I mean, this, a lot of this is, uh, we've all got to take some kind of pandemic medicine and, uh, no one is immune to its effects and its wide-reaching effects uh, financially and beyond. But no Floyd today because I wanted to get you a podcast. There's things I want to talk about and uh, I intend to get him and everybody else back on schedule uh, as quickly as we can. We might not do five days a week. We'll do four. We'll figure this out. If they're my greatest weakness in attention to detail and impatience, um, my greatest strength I adapt well. Either I'm too stupid for my own damn good, um, but I adapt well. I am a survivor. So we will get you the podcast, which is always song-free and commercial-free. And um, as soon as I can connect with... Because I'm going to be here in the afternoon now, although I was here this morning to make sure the new show got up and running okay with, uh, with our boss, Russ. So I went home, I took a nap, just kind of chilled into the gym, ran for the third day in a row. Um, and around 12 o'clock, I heard the station was hiccuping, and I'm sorry about that. It was uh, it was not a great debut for things. Uh, it was a terrible day for the server to have hiccups. So I came back here around noon, so it's been a long day, but it's always good to talk with you and give you content for things. But I intend for this podcast to be as is, and you will barely notice anything different other than the time when you get it. Um, we've usually cranked it out between seven and eight every morning. I don't think that's going to be the case unless I wake up. I'm going to, I intend to get up early. Good intentions, right? Uh, I intend to get up around six. I could always go get coffee, do some prep here and we can knock it out in the morning and then I could go about the rest of my day and then come back in the afternoon or we can find, damn, just got interrupted. Hold on a second. 
I told you, interrupted, but back. Um, and I might have to interrupt again, so hopefully this is easy to listen to. But I could come drink coffee here in the morning and we could uh, we could talk it out and do a podcast episode or we can find a way to coordinate myself and Floyd, who's got other jobs, Alex, other job, Bethany, other job, Ashley's had another job. But one way or another, I promise you, we are going to keep this podcast going because so much, I always, so much listening is going towards podcasting and there's a very low barrier. For, I was just talking about this with... Somebody today, it's a very low barrier for entry if you want to do a pod, uh, do a podcast. Um, but a lot of people quickly realize, well, I bought all this equipment, now I have nothing to talk about for as much as I need to do podcast episodes. Sorry about that, um, but we'll keep cranking this out for you. And I, I say podcasts is where, where things are, or where they um, will continue to go, because you have every song you want in your pocket, on your phone. So that's a, uh, that's a media philosophy and theorizing for another time. But uh, my excitement to get going here today, and sorry for wasting some of this time. I'm doing a bunch of things. I'm on a weird sleep schedule. I'm worried that the dogs are so pissed off that they haven't eaten right now because they usually eat every day at 2.30. But um, I went to the movies with, uh, with Rob and our new engineer, Josh, who you might know from the old show. He's the guy that went to China. We, uh, we wanted to go see Tenet. And I've told you for weeks now, I've had zero reservations about going back to the movies. One, because when I go to the movies at Wednesday at 11 o'clock, which I'll still be able to do, there's no one there. Two, as long as you follow proper movie etiquette, not talking or yelling loudly or spitting droplets everywhere during, during the movie, you're safer than most places you're probably socializing at now. And you think about it, if you're at a restaurant... Look, you hope it's all clean, but even as we've learned with all of this, we can do everything right and you can still catch the virus. And hopefully if you do, you're asymptomatic and everything is fine. But you go to a restaurant, people are touching your food. There's people who are distance apart, but there are, there are clumps of people at the movie theater. There's social distancing. They're blocking off rows. You've got to get your seat before you go into the theater. You've got to pick it on the screen. And again, you got to keep your mouth shut the whole time. And I'm pretty certain Fallen Tibber said you can take your mask off when you're in the theater. That would not have mattered because the only two other people in the theater, besides Josh and myself, were two people who I think might have even left. I didn't see them when we walked out. The theater was completely empty. And it made me wonder if some of these theaters are going to regret being open um, as they are because they ran screenings at 10, from 12 in the afternoon till 10 o'clock at night. And there was plenty of screenings for all these movies, even though there's not a bunch of new ones out to choose from. That costs a lot of electricity to staff and beyond. So I wonder if they regret it. But I'm happy to have movies back. A friend of mine said, what was it like being back? Did, did it feel invigorating? I'm like, no, because I think there's been times before where I've gone six months without being in a theater. Um, one, the movie did break my brain as much as I expected it, as much as I expected it to, um, as a Christopher Nolan movie would. It's, if you saw Inception and struggled to comprehend that, here there's a conclusive ending as opposed to Inception being left to your imagination. Uh, but it is, as a friend pointed out, some reviewer said that there's a line of dialogue from a scientist that's kind of explaining to the main character. Don't understand it, just feel it. If you go see Tenet like that, you'll be great. You will love it. John David Washington is awesome, and I'm getting to something in one second. But um, don't ask me to explain it to you. I will just send some articles your way. So the theater, obviously empty. The lobby was what was very different and almost eerie to me 
There was one person at the ticket counter who I couldn't see. I only saw the top of her head. She was sitting down. There were the arcade games were not lit up. There was no seating available. It's like, have you ever been the last person at a theater? Have you ever been to like a midnight show and you get out of a theater at like close to 3 a.m.? It was like that, but at 12.30 in the afternoon, it was eerie. Just two people behind the snack counter and no cherry Coke. So I couldn't get my, hey, can I have a Coke Zero with top it off a little bit of cherry Coke, please? And uh, Josh, the engineer, got... Two concession items and a soda, and I think it was all under 10 bucks. So those low concession prices are still there to appeal to you if you want to go back to the theater. So one of the reasons um, I wanted to get to you as quickly as I could, because I am not a Travis Scott fan. Um, when Drake stuff comes out, I want to get to it. I want to hear what it's all about. Travis Scott is not an artist who I go, I need to hear it the day of its release. But I like his stuff. Um, Sicko Mode and uh, and some other tracks. Like, I don't dislike him. I just don't run to his new music. But as the credits hit, for Tenant, something struck me. So obviously, Christopher Nolan has almost always used Hans Zimmer to score his movies. If you look up Hans Zimmer's music, you will be very familiar with it. I think he's done some Lord of... Any big, any big franchise, he's probably done the music. It's beautiful, it's moving, it's epic. I think he was on tour, maybe during, or right before the pan- pandemic, and I think the closest he came was Cincinnati or Columbus or maybe Chicago. And I'm not a big concert person, but I would have loved to go see what Hans Zimmer does during some kind of concert or performance. I was surprised to find out that Christopher Nolan did not use Hans Zimmer this time. It was a, a, a Jonas... I tweeted it the other day. Oh, yes. And there's an update as I continue to do my best to respond to your questions about the show. And by the way, you want the, you want the tea? Why did we move? Melissa Andrews moved to the evening, so I had to follow her. No? No, but Melissa is my friend, and she did move from mornings on WTOL uh, with Tim and Chris Vickers and Stephen back to with her old night uh, with her old morning partner Andrew Kinsey. Hi at the gym, Andrew, and now uh, the old morning morning anchors are on at night on WTOL. Andrew and Melissa, as Christy Lee had moved on, and then Jerry Anderson left a couple of summers ago. I'm tethered to Melissa. Um, I can't get much into it. Maybe we'll talk about it one day in the future, but. Again, I'm going to give you this thing in one second. I, I'm, I'm telling you what you're going to get on the afternoon show. I've been asking myself, lately, like, what am I? What what do I want to be known for? What's my brand? Um, the morning show content is different from afternoon show content. But first and foremost, I want you to know, obviously, the things I advocate for. Uh, good mental health, positive mental health. I want you to help yourself. I want to empower you to help yourself. Animals. And more than anything, uh, pulling away from that stuff, I talk about Toledo stuff. And if I'm not talking about Toledo stuff, like like Braylon and where he's at, um, it's someone who lives here and does what you do, 299 Chicken Tuesdays at Fresh Market. I was there loading up today. It's a Toledo person talking about big things, some of which we'll get to in a couple of minutes. By the end of that movie, I hear something that sounds like Hans Zimmer. I told you that I would get the artist, right? Will you give me one second? Should I just hit pause on the podcast? I don't mean to be wasting your time. Hang on. Just sit tight with me. Uh, Ludwig Gorenson, who apparently has produced some Travis Scott and other pop or hip-hop artist music. So uh, Ludwig Gorenson. 
is the person behind this with Travis Scott. And I wanted to give you this because I have now, this was a very, this was a 10 minute monologue, a 10 minute soliloquy, soliloquy explaining to you that we have a new intro song. The score of Tenet is like this. Dramatic, epic, driving. And it's two and a half hours. And you and I both know that two and a half hour movies, a lot of them were like, they could have shaved off 20 minutes. It would have been so much more fulfilling. This movie drives for two and a half hours. I don't want to say edge of your seat, but there's no slow spots in Tenet. Listen to this. This is the plan from Travis Scott. Special last time I it, last to the time movie. I last time I did the whippers. Last time I lived with first quarter brown. Hit the reverend. Last time I hit your crib. Last time it went on tennis. I didn't went back in myself. Felt like hell. I risked it. Pace yourself. How you living? Know you thrilling. Office in it. How I got my strikes and pendants. Back and out in the street. What is wild? Let it be. Break this out. Gotta eat. Not a vibe. So, uh, Ludwig Gorenson took... I guess I'm sure he's been inspired at some point by Hans Zimmer and smashed it together with some dope Travis Scott lyrics. I love it. Uh, call It's special for the movie, Tenant. It's called The Plan. Uh, some other things, quickly here. I mentioned uh, a Braylon who's been missing since it fell out of a window, 12.30 Friday afternoon. I've not followed it as closely as I would have liked. I missed most of the weekend stuff, uh, but I just wanted to point out you know, I'm close. I know we're all in one family here. Um, news media, uh, media, legacy media, which is all the TV stations, the Blade, all the radio stations. Um, I am a huge fan of Sophia Paracone. I believe Sophia's last name is. Sophia is newish to NBC24. And you know me, I'm on Twitter all the time. And Sophia is all over things. I... I what we do, whether it's news journalism, whether it's pop culture stuff, lifestyle like we do, um, you never stop working because because your life is what we talk about. News doesn't stop because you're off the clock. Uh, but Sophia is dogged in pursuit of getting you information. And I greatly applaud her, especially for the work she did over the weekend in the Braylon story. And I believe she's the only one locally to have grabbed a couple of minutes uh, on camera and did an interview with his mom. I don't know how this story is going to play out. I, I think we've all watched enough sad stories, crime stories, law and order stuff to know that the longer that they're missing, the less likelihood of this ending in a good way is is obvious. But Sophia has been all over this thing from the start. And she's been uh, spectacular from what I've seen on Twitter. And again, it's like she doesn't sleep. What else to get to here? Um, my friends at Humane Ohio, they beat LC4, Lucas County Canine Care and Control, to a new building. Hopefully, LC4 and Cassie and my friends over there get a building. Uh, my friend Laura Simmons, who's often visited with us, has got the new building for Humane Ohio, and they're running a neat contest. They have a big wall on this big building, and for a small donation, I think it's 25 bucks, might be 50 they will paint your dog on the mural that they're putting together. Um, I don't need to have Diddy or Andre up there, but the picture I got of Andre late last week, which is on my Instagram, is as cute as he's ever going to get. When he's not barking and yapping at me to go out or to have dinner, he is just, he is totally precious. He and everyone here were invited to some dogs back home. My brother, his fiance, they had a bark mitzvah 
for little Manny. For uh, I'm sorry, for, for Mackie. His name was Mac. They call him Mackie. He was like a seven-pound dog. He had a bark mitzvah. Sorry we missed it. But um, you can get your dog um, emblazoned for life on the side of a building on a mural for Humane Ohio. And obviously, that'll, uh, that'll go towards their causes. They do low-cost spay and neutering for lots of animals. And if you've been looking for our friend Laura Simmons, who always used to be, she used to be on TV all the time with adoptable dogs. Now she's not on TV as much, but she's still there promoting Humane Ohio. I can't read. Oh, by the way, other things I watched this weekend. So people have been, what's it called? Review bombing the boys on Amazon. Eric, I thought the boys was like the show for people who don't like, who don't like superhero shows, but like good prestige TV. It is. And, and it still is. I haven't watched yet, but hold on. People are review bombing it because fans are upset Remember, fans, fanatical, fans are just, I'm a fan of things, but there are some fans that, that give things just awful, the rest of us, the good ones like me and you, you, right? Uh, a terrible name, and it, and, and it makes them live up to the word fanatic, fanatical, crazy. They don't like that the boys only re- released three episodes week one. They were complaining about wanting to binge it all in one day, blah, 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 and uh Chuck, our guy from Flint, who's always down here driving trucks in the area, uh, said, you know, they they expected it, the show to be released as all things had been released. And I guess there was no warning to this. So I think it's three episodes last week, five more this week. I got to tell you, I can't binge a show in an, an entire day, even if it's only like eight episodes. That's a lot of watching. When I watched, uh, what was it called? Oh, my God. Dark. When I blew through dark in like a day and a half, I was exhausted on Sunday. Now, granted, there was a lot emotionally going on, but Sunday night I was like, I, I need a break. Like, I need to go walk the dogs about seven or eight miles and let this digest within, digest in my body and then leave my body. Um, so, I'm, I'm not surprised that people are upset, um, but... This is a small inconvenience, like wearing a mask. Like, no one's taking away your freedoms. They're asking you to put a piece of cloth on your face for a short period of time. Three episodes now, five later. I didn't get to it because I started away with Hilary Swank and no other actors or actresses that I'm familiar with. Good cast. It's about Hilary Swank, um, a mom, a scientist, an astronaut who goes, who's preparing for a trip to Mars. So she'll be gone a long time. And it gets into a lot of the melodrama um, in her family. Something happens to her husband. And and just, I'm trying, if you took, what was, uh, what was the Sandra Bullock, George Clooney movie? Was it Gravity? If you take any of those big space movies, if you took Gravity, if you took Interstellar, Christopher Nolan's movie, if you took, uh, what was it, The Martian, if you took all those, smashed them together, and space and space travel and science was the background, but it was still there, while these people dealt with their relationships, that's a way. I'm not a, uh, not 100%, I'm going to stick with it, because I want to get to the boys. Last couple of things. One, how many masks do you have? I have one for the gym, in my gym bag, which I learned a bad lesson uh, the other day. I washed it. 
and now it smells like a, like a dryer sheet and detergent. I probably should have just ran it under hot water or something. Maybe use some, I don't know, but I'll get it right the next time. I have one in my gym bag to wear in the gym. I have a, a plain white one, which is like my quick one when I don't want people looking at the design and ask, like, I just want to get in and out of the gas station and get my coffee. I've got one that Josh used because he forgot his for the movies the other day. I also watched that one. That's an extra. And I've got one. No, I've got two more that I wear depending on where I'm going in. I have a really scary Joker one where some kids have looked at me or shied away from me in certain stores like Kroger or Target. So I'm actually not wearing that one a whole lot. So how many masks do you have? And just like you have different kinds of, you have going out jeans, you have hanging around jeans, you have some kinds of shoes for, do you have different kinds of masks for different kinds of outfits and, and atmospheres? How many masks are you up to? Um, the jelly belly thing, you know I have a fear of Band-Aids and Oompa Loompas. Those are irrational fears. Being afraid of heights, snakes, or spiders, I think those are pretty rational. If you're high and you fall, you will probably get hurt or die. That You should be afraid of that. If a brown recluse spider bites you, you might have a terrible reaction. If a poisonous snake bites you, you could die. Not likely, but it could happen. I am in no fear, no Band-Aid will ever hurt me, and uh, no Oompa Loompa I don't think will ever hurt me. But the, the Jelly Belly guy, whose candy I have never heard of until he did this golden ticket contest. So congratulations, great marketing, great marketing. Even if it's cost you how many ever millions to give away one of your factories, you're getting great marketing out of it. But I, wanna, I have some questions. Are people going to die in your factory like they did in Wonka? Um, will there be Oompa Loompas who will sing over my, my dead body or my body being rolled in to be juiced? Will there be one of those scary car wa- That Wonka pl- It took me a while to get into the, what is it? Like the imagination of Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. But to this day, I am still frightened of the Oompa Loompas. And when Wonka yelled at Charlie Bucket and Grandpa Joe for breaking the rule, I was like, that's it. We're out. Pack it up. If there's a Wonka Vader in this Jelly Belly thing, I might consider it, though. But if you win the factory, it's all you. And if you blow up into a giant violet whatever, that's on you. And I will be there with the Oompa Loompas to sing over your cold, dead, dying body. Last thing, Halloween thing. I know some people are like, the government can't stop us from trick-or-treating. Well, I go back to like people before the pandemic, like, you look dirty. Um, I won't touch the door handle in the bathroom because you just walked out without washing your hands. There are still people like that, and they're going to be handing out candy. Ew, ew, ew. But we should try to do something with trick-or-treating. Also with Halloween, Um, I know these are quick pivots, but I want to wrap up. I don't want to take up too much of your time. Alex asked if the Haunted Hydro, if we're going this year, I said, I don't know if it's open. I haven't heard a thing from Crazy Bob and anybody. A couple weeks ago, it looks like they posted that they'll be open. Just the other day, they said they were hiring um, actors or performers, which, God, I, I really should... I've said I wanted to do that, and I would kill to be a performer at a haunted attraction. 
But I don't know if they're open or not or when they're opening. They say, uh, what, like 10 Saturday, 10 Friday and Saturdays in October. But I don't know if the county or somebody will squash down on them. It's the perfect year to go to a haunted attraction if you can find them because it's fall festival at Cedar Point because um, social distancing. They, they have to kind of like come up behind you and go, hello, I am six feet away. Can I scare you now? My mask is on. But this is the year if you're easily frightened to go to a haunted attraction because they can't run up on you like that and scream in your face. Um, Little Debbie has whatever their sandwiches are, they're coming out with a cereal. Earlier this morning at Fresh Market, I saw what you hate. There were large pieces of candy corn. And I looked at what they were and they were gummy candy corn. I'll stick to the OG stuff. By the way, I don't really like the pumpkins. Just candy corn. Not reindeer corn, not that turkey Thanksgiving corn that got advertised a couple of weeks ago. Regular old OG candy corn. Um, candy corn cereal. Hear me out. That that's it. That, that actually, that sweetness would probably taste good. Hold on. I, here's here's what we do. Take a plain basic cereal, Crispix. Cheerio, something that has kind of bland flavor, and put the candy corns in there like they would be the marshmallows and Lucky Charms. You're fucking welcome. Um, again, no more morning show. Um, I can't dive into thoughts of that, but I am happy to have a job. I'm happy that I can continue to do what I do, talk to you on the radio and do these podcasts and talk about local things that you might not hear about, local places you might want to go that'll be too busy for me, local restaurants that have just opened back up, like my friend Moe's original sub shop down on Broadway. I'm going to talk about mental health stuff. The the Out of the Darkness walk will happen virtually on October 3rd and um, on all the, all the other great things like the animal community I support here in Toledo because um, the last thing I would ever want to do is have to pick up and move somewhere else for a radio job unless they came after me and I was like, I can't turn this down. My life is here in Toledo. Um, I made that commitment when the last job went away and I was like, you know what? I'm not going anywhere. I don't want to go somewhere else and have to to build myself up in a community because if I go to Akron, me saying, I know a lot of people, here's what I like to do, I'm good on the radio, I'm a big mental health advocate, like that doesn't resonate. This is my home. Uh, and it's not even the geography or the buildings or anything like that. It's the people. It's you, and you allow me to impact your life. And you know what my endeavor has always been with the mental health stuff. I have never endeavored to try to cure you or say, here's what works for me. This will do it for you. I just give you suggestions in my life experience with mental health, and all I want to do, especially from June 2017 and on, was to exercise the power that you enlighten me that I have um, because I had helped you by talking about what was going on in between my ears. And yes, all this has had me down a little bit. But like I said, I don't, nobody likes change, but I adapt. Again, I get to sleep in. Um, there are arguably, arguably more people listening in the afternoon to the radio than certainly when we would start at 5.30 a.m. And that's not me being Pollyanna-ish. I think those are realities. But I endeavor to help you get the best possible mental health you can, and I endeavor to get you to help yourself. I want to make it okay for you to pick up the phone and go, I need to get some medications. I want to talk to a psychologist. I want to talk to someone. I want to talk to a counselor about these thoughts that I don't want to be thinking. 
Um, first podcast of uh, not the morning reboot moving forward. Thank you for being here. And in the words of the great one. Bye.